Hi guys, welcome to another Thirst Talks Tuesday. I'm your host, Neil Joshua. If you haven't done so already, please take the time to subscribe, give us a five-star review, write a review. I just want to thank you guys for coming back to another Tuesday here at Thirst. We have a fun conversation with Jonathan Dillon, who was just on the Botched premiere. I really struggle with Botched because it's a lot of blood, gore, and ooze, and it just grosses me out, but it is so interesting in the sense of, especially now being in LA, is this fascination with plastic surgery. And, you know, a bunch of my friends the other day were like, oh my God, we're doing a Botox party. And I'm like, what the fuck is a Botox party? And essentially a Botox party is where like, you essentially buy an order in bulk and you all get Botox at this party. Which, I mean, I have an untouched face right now. No Botox, no filler. Not to say that I'm against it or opposed to it. I just don't know if a a Botox party Groupon-esque thing is the right thing to go about reconstructing your face. But hey, what do I know? We'll talk to Jonathan about kind of plastic surgery and where he's at with that. But any, for those of you who are new here, I try to always talk about something that I'm kind of going through, passed on some advice or wisdom that I've kind of come through in my week that has helped me in hopes that hopefully we can all just kind of connect over sharing our stories. So, I mean, today is really about reconnecting with here and now. So I've been doing like these 21 day Deepak Chopra meditations and they've been really, really great, but I've fallen off of it at times. Like there'll be days where like the day is just so crazy that I like didn't have the time to meditate and I just feel off balance and I feel crazy and I beat myself up because I'm like, oh, I was just on such a good streak and now here I am, you know, and it's, it's hard to not feel as though you take steps back. However, one of the concepts he talks about is reconnecting here and now and I think it's just like, if you ever feel off balance or off center, there is these moments where we can kind of take a beat and cut out everything and recognize, hey, it's okay, we lost our touch with like our inner strength and balance, but we can always reconnect. And I just think that that's been kind of very helpful for me because every time I reconnect, I become a better version of myself and it really just shows the power of really going inward And just taking the time to really just have conversations with yourself and figure out who you are. You know, like the best advice everybody gives is just be yourself, be yourself. Okay, like I don't know who I am, but little techniques like this help me kind of peel back another layer of the onion in terms of getting to know myself. Uh, This week's quote is, the past is gone, the future is not yet here, and if we do not go back to ourselves in the present moment, we cannot be in touch with life. And I think that this is something I always, like, I'll get geeked out with anxiety and stress about thinking about something that has to be done next week, and I'm really not even taking in the moment that I'm at a dinner and I'm not really enjoying myself because I'm, like, super paranoid about this event coming up. So just really, really stripping back and being in the moment. Speaking of things stressing me out that are coming up, we are going to be back with another Thirst Brunch. As you know, we host Thirst Brunches in Toronto with some of your favorite reality TV personalities. I will be announcing who this week's or this month's guest is going to be on Thursday's podcast when we talk about all things reality TV, but I'm super excited to share it with you guys. It's going to be probably one of the best ones. Like I'm Oh, I don't want to like get all wrapped up in it. I'm just super excited, and I hope that you guys can come on out in Toronto and we can fangirl together. So let's move on to my conversation with Jonathan Dillon. So I met Jonathan Dillon at Buffer Festival two years ago, 
and he, you know, you know the face from social media and from Botched. He calls himself the reality TV Kendall, but he really is out there. He's a dancer. He's a singer. And I admire just queer artists that go out there and put themselves out there. It's not easy to do. It's not easy to record a song, record a music video, put it out there for the world to see. Like it's, it takes a lot of confidence. And I think that Jonathan Dillon exudes confidence. And when I saw he was back down botch, I was like, oh my God, like he's going to end up destroying his face with so much plastic surgery. That's where my mind goes to, but it was nice to hear. And you'll hear him talk about it in his conversation about how he's kind of elevating his look and kind of stripping back a lot of the plastic surgery that he's done. So super excited that he had a moment to dial into thirst and chat with us about his experience on botch. And we also talk about some of our favorite housewives happenings. So without further ado, let's dial in Jonathan. Hi. Hi, Jonathan. How are you? Hi. Hi, Neil. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for being with us today on Thirst. I'm excited. I've seen you've been busy. You've been back on Botched. Yeah, it's just so exciting. It was just on like two weeks ago in the premiere episode, so that was really cool. Yeah, I can't wait to talk all about that. But to kick things off, I want to play a game called Who Said That that we play here at Thirst. Ooh, I'm going to read you some okay. iconic reality TV quotes, and you have to guess which okay. celebrity said them. So, I love it. Okay, let's do it. I love Bravo. The first one's super easy, but it's, I'm not sure what I've done okay. to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. Stassi. Stassi from Vanna from Rose. Yes, yes. The best show ever. Yes. <laughs> Ask her, you know, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. Um, yes, I know, yes. The next one is, and then today he's whipping the belt and twisting the engine, and I was like, this is so hot. He's literally the handiest person. It's so sexy. He hung a TV in under seven minutes. I timed him. Okay, this is easy. It's my reality TV idol, Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules. And then today he's like whipping the belt, twisting the engine, and I was like, this is so hot. He is literally the handiest person I know. It's so sexy. He hung a TV on the wall in under seven minutes. I timed him. <laughs> I love that she's your reality TV idol. She is. I, I'm obsessed with Sheena. I'm obsessed with her. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she is great. She gives us good TV. Um, okay, the next one is yes, from Housewives. Okay. My house is a coke den. I have two little babies, but I live in a coke den. Oh, um, uh, Dorit. Yes, look at you. Three for three. Yes, yes. My house is a coke den. I've got two little babies, but they have, they live in a coke den. All you have to say is no. No. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm on it, okay? Yes. <laughs> oh my um, God, this is so much fun, yes. The, okay, so our last one is from the Real Houses of New York. Okay. I'm just very, very upset and hurt that you have the audacity at your lunch when I came out and said, I'm doing a skincare line, and you go, oh, what is this, an infomercial? When you left and right bring up every product you do, you don't support other women. Okay, so I don't really watch, okay, I, I don't follow New York, but I watch it here and there when it's on. Um, okay, so okay. I'll give I'm you- uh, I guess, I'm, Can you give me, yeah, options, yeah. 
Okay, so it's Bethany Frankel or Ramona. Ramona. Yes. Oh my God. Four for four. Look at yes. you. No, actually, you don't support women. I'm very, very upset and hurt that you have the audacity at your lunch. I came out and said there'd be a skincare line. You go, oh, what's this, an infomercial? When you left and right bring up every product you do, and you don't support other women. Sorry, not sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know, I know it's not Bethany. I know it's not Bethany. I know whoever says it is talking to Bethany. That's why. Right. Smart. Look at you. Um, what yeah. is that called? Process of elimination. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it. It's so much fun. Okay. So let's talk about botched mm -hmm. a bit. So originally okay. when you went in, it was to do your lips, correct? To, yes. Yes. The first time I went on the show, it was to get my lips bigger. And um, I was reached out to um, on Instagram actually by the casting director at the time. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, so they um, reached out to you. Yeah. They did. Cool. Yeah. They they DM'd me. Yeah. It was it was cool. Yeah. And then how did you come about like the second time? It was a premiere episode, which is a big deal. And you went back to yeah. essentially get your lips dissolved. Why did you want to do that change? Yeah. So um. So they reached out to me out of nowhere. I got an email from from casting asking me how I was. You know what I'm up to nowadays, you know, a lot of times they bring back um, characters on the show that are really memorable and funny. And they thought that I was really, really funny on the first time on the show. And yeah. so they reached out to me and was like, what, what are you up to nowadays? You know, is there anything that you've done or you want to get done or, you know, what's going on? So I, at the time, you know, I, I was, I was, um, I, I, I was going through a phase where I really wanted to um, go in a more natural direction with the way I look. You know, in the past, the first time when I went on the show, my lips were huge. And, you know, I wore, like, fake eyelashes. You know, I had, um, you know, these really bright blue contacts on. And, you know, I had a full beat makeup all the time, like, <laughs> contour, highlight, everything all the time. You know, it was, I still, I still do, but, like, they're not as intense now. But it was, like, like borderline, like drag, you know, like every day. Right. So it was like a lot, it was a lot. And it, it represented me at that time. That was how I felt at the time. But I, when they reached out to me, I was 29 years old. I was, you know, about to turn 30. So I, I was going through this phase where I was like, okay, I'm turning 30. I feel like I can't look, you know, so, you know, dramatic and out there anymore. You know, I kind of want to like, you know, change into a more, you know, mature and grown up kind of look. So I was right. toning everything down. I stopped wearing fake eyelashes. You know, my eyebrows were not as dark. I was not as contoured. You know, I still wore makeup, but not as crazy. So at the time, I really wanted to tone down my lips. So I stopped getting lip injection for a year. So I told them, you know, um, I have not got lip injection in a year. And, you know, I really want them to be smaller and I'm waiting for them to go down, but they're not really going down. So then they were like, okay, that's the story that we're going to use. So, oh, cool. um, so then they, um, yeah, so then, so then I did, um, my, uh, you know, um, like an audition tape again and then they played it at E and then E loved it. And then, and then that's how it got back on the show. Oh, gotcha. So you essentially had to audition again, which is interesting. Like you, it's not a guarantee you that do. you can be on. Yeah, you do. Just because on Bosch, they want to see that, they want to see that, um, essentially they want to see that it's your the right candidate to go under possibly go under surgery and they want to see that you know are you healthy enough are you mentally okay to do it and you know are, are, are and, and also if the doctor could take on your case gotcha. so you have to go through all that steps yeah so they fly you out to la 
they get you to, you know, um, meet with the doctor. Um, I don't even know the laws of status, but <laughs> they get you to meet with the doctor, like, um, privately, you know, <laughs> privately, like, like, like you, don't talk, you, don't, you don't talk a lot during your, your consultation because essentially your consultation is on camera. So you talk about the basics when you meet with them. And then they get you to do, like, a, a psychological test to see if you're okay to go under, to do a surgery or get worked on. And they also get you to do, like, a body, body check, like, physical check and to see if you're healthy enough to, like, go, on, go under surgery or, you know, do whatever you know, procedure you're getting done on the show. So, yeah, yeah that makes sense. So Ooh. what for was the first the time around Yeah, well, they, they were what reaching the out and looking for you. What was essentially the verdict with the lips? Like, what did they ultimately suggest for you to do? Yeah, so, yeah, so they, they um, so on the show, they, they um, in the consultation, they shocked me. They had um, this injection called hyaluronidase, and it's basically the reverse of the fillers so when you shoot it in your lips it actually melts the fillers so on um, at the consultation they shocked me they were like actually we have we have the hyaluronidase um, solution here do you want to do it right now which i did not know it was going to happen because usually you will shoot the consultation date and then you shoot your um surgery or your procedure on another date so it was never in botch history have they done that so they shocked me on camera and the consultation was like do you want to do it now so i did it and it didn't go down right away so they scared the shit out of me because they were like, oh, um, well, usually when you shoot hyaluronidase and, you know, your lips will go down right away, pretty much right away, the fillers will melt. But right now it's not melting. So we don't even know if it's actually lip fillers in your lips. So they scared the shit out of me that first session. So then, so then, um, so then um, afterwards, I did it three more times. So every morning they would send me to Dr. Nass's office and we'll basically shoot the hyaluronic days again. So we did it four, four days in a row. And finally, it, it was actually going down. So um, so it, eventually it went down to the point where they were like, are you happy with the way it looks? You know, um, if you're happy, then, then, then we're good. If you're not happy, then, you know, then we might have to go into surgery. So I was like, I'm happy with the size. You know, it's not... Uh, I don't want it to be completely small, small. I don't, you know, because I, you know, have been having big lips for a long time, and I do want a naturally plump-looking lips. So yeah. I was really happy with the way it looked at the time. So then, um, so then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, do you have any plans on doing any more like plastic surgery, or like what's your routine right now? Yeah. So, okay. So after the filming of Box Season Six, I actually got lip fillers back in my lips. Shut <laughs> I up. Crazy, but I, I did, I did, I did. Okay, you know what I knew? I did. You know, okay, but done in a way more, okay, stop laughing. Done in a way more set away, though. Done in a way more set away. I, you know, I had so much, you know, before it was so crazy. It was like two sausage, you know, it was like, my, I called them my big pillows on the show, my, my BSLs. But now they're, they're way, done in a way more set away. I'm in the best hands in Vancouver. I'm with my doctor, Dr. Deshani. And, um, she, you know, she, uh, you know, she listens to me and I listen to her. Less is more for her. Gotcha. She, she's, she's very honest. She's very honest with me. Yeah. She gives me the lips, that, the, the volume, but she doesn't in such a, like my lips have never been more symmetrical ever. Like even with my natural lips, I always have symmetry problems naturally. And they are so symmetrical right now. I'm so happy with the size they are. And I also, um, other than that, I also got my cheeks uh, done with fillers. I also got my chin uh, injected with fillers. I have a Botox in my forehead, Botox in my um, 11 lines between my, my eyebrows, and I also have a Botox around my eyes. 
Gotcha. And then don't you have to like maintain this though, like every six months or like how often are you getting like yeah. touched up? Yeah. So my Botox, I get every three months. That's mandatory. The Botox is every three months obeyed and you just have to get it. Um, the filler is depends. You know, everybody's a little bit different. My lips, I probably go like, my lips, I probably gone like every five months maybe. Yeah. And then, okay. the, and then the, the cheeks. Yeah, and the cheeks and the chin fades like slower too. Like the lips fade faster. So like the chin and the 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 cheekbone stones are probably like once a year. So, but I'm really happy with the way I look right now. So, mm-hmm. oh, good, yeah. So, yeah. The, and I was just gonna say, like, I'm happy to hear you say that you're happy with the way you look now because a lot of times we've seen some unfortunate celebrities. You know what I mean? Take it too far, or they, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They can't right. go backwards. Like, right. Do you have like a mental? like point for you like okay this is enough um i would never say this is enough i honestly i, I think it's no <laughs> secret that i love <laughs> i mean i think it's no secret that i became well known or you know became or went on television um or have a major television moment because of you know cosmetic procedure you know that's kind of kind of what i'm known for that's kind of part of like when people think of me they kind of think of that um yeah so it's been no secret that i that i love i love doing all these stuff so i would never say it's enough but i am more mature now i'm 30 now so i like i'm not i'm doing it in a way where it makes me happy you know i feel like in the past i've done it because i was so obsessed with it and and you know i was kind of liking the attention that it was giving me with the lips but I think now I'm like, you know, I'm doing it and doing it for myself. And, you know, I, gotcha, think, yeah. I, I think you just kind of know. Yeah, I think when you're older, you just kind of know, you know, with, with your style changing and maturing, you just kind of know when's enough, you know? So I think I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm at that point where I'm, I, I know when's enough, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. Well, good to hear. Um, okay, so yeah. let's pivot into like social media because we live in 2019. Yeah. You're obviously in the entertainment world. Social media is such a yeah. huge tool, but it also takes a toll on millennials and your mental state. So like, how do you find the balance yeah. of, you know, like being shameless in the sense of promoting yourself and what you're doing, but also taking yeah. a moment to make sure that you are mentally correct? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm guilty for that too. You know, in the past, I think that obviously on my social media, I share everything with people. If I'm sick, I tell you I'm sick. I tell you what I'm eating. I, if I'm angry about something throughout the day, I tell, I tell you know, my followers what it is. I think it's important to do that, especially as a TV personality or you've been on reality TV. A lot of people want to go on your social media because they want to continue to see you while you're not on TV. So I think right. it's really important to do that for your followers, to share everything. Um, but what I've learned to do now is, even though I'm constantly on my phone sharing everything with people, I used to obsess with like refreshing my Instagram to look at like my likes and like who view my stories and like, you know, basically looking at how my content are doing. I used to obsess over that so much. Like I will post something yeah. before bed and I will like, I will constantly like, you know, I can't even fall asleep because I would constantly go on my phone, you know, and refreshing and see who's liking my photo or like, you know, how many likes I'm getting, how many views I'm getting. I call, would constantly do that. Um, and it was starting to like affect me. It was like affecting like, you know, if I close me before bed, I would like not fall asleep to like really late because I keep like going on my phone and like, you know, like just obsessing over being on your phone. So now I learned to like, you know, post something. I will post something, but I will put my phone down and that's it. You know, I will, I will pick it up and post something. 
and I will not let it affect, you know, um, the moment that I'm in or the day, the, what I, whatever I'm doing throughout the day, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, be in the moment and live my life, but I also don't learn how to like, you know, not be so obsessive with, you know, checking those stuff after I post content now. So, yeah. Yeah. Because it's almost like you yeah. put it out there in the world, see how people react. But if you're like minute by minute looking for reactions, it just becomes unhealthy. Yeah, it's totally yeah, become totally. unhealthy. Yeah, and 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 I caught myself doing that too. So like uh, now I'm like, okay, no, like live in the moment. Put your phone down. Live in the moment. I understand that you know it's part of your job to post everything, but just don't be so obsessive with what people are saying while you're posting. Right. How do you deal with like social media hate in regards? Like, I'm sure you're very like, you know, you put yourself out there. And when you put yourself out there, people obviously have opinions and comments. How do you deal with social media hate? I am kind of known for being the queen of clapping back, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I saw I saw in your story today. Clapping. (laughs) You engage in with them. Yes, I do. I, I I'm sorry, but like I'm I I'm I'm very opinionated too. Uh, you know, I'm I'm very opinionated and I'm very outspoken. I've always I always have been growing up, and I just you know like it's I don't let their comments bug me, but I'm gonna straighten you out if you're gonna say something to me, and I will, and I will call you out and straighten you out till you have nothing to say and look hella stupid, and um <laughs> and and I I, I lo- and I love doing it. I love pro- proving a point. That's the thing. I'm very opinionated, right? So I love proving a point and I love debating with you until you lost and I win and you have nothing to say. I love that. Do I let their comments bug me? No, I don't let their comments bug me. Does my viewers love or my followers love see me see me clap back? Do they find it entertaining? Yes, they find it entertaining and my and my Instagram numbers go up. So thanks, haters. <laughs> right, because I mean, your most recent clapback is. Did I ask for your opinion? LOL. You have no idea who you are, bitch. Make made a brand out of it and still on TV and tabloids. Don't worry about how I get my checks. Don't worry about how you how I spend my coins. Oh, you I need spend. to waste some money and do something about your basic ass face. <laughs> so you do live for a clapback. Okay, so how would you okay. rank these social media platforms in how much you use them it's twitter facebook snapchat instagram how would you rank them oh um instagram definitely number one okay um i would say facebook number two okay no i know a lot not a lot of people use facebook i know (laughs) but um you know facebook is more so like my friends my family and friends you know gotcha um and then i would say twitter is the third one because I, i i don't really okay so i have a twitter page i recently uh, you know, back, back on, I'm back on it. Like I'm more active on it. I usually post on my Twitter via my Instagram. Like I have it connected. Gotcha. Um, so I don't really, I don't really go on it and and like tweet like a one liner or anything like that. Or but I will reply to what people say to me, or I post like the photo that I post on Instagram onto my Twitter. And then the last one will be Snapchat. I don't, I honestly don't really Snapchat. Like I chat with some of my friends on Snapchat, like like silly like snaps and stuff, but I don't really post like story, like snaps on Snapchat. I, I better post on Instagram stories. So. Gotcha. No, totally. It's, I'm just always yeah. curious to see where other people's social media obsessions fall. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's yours? Um, I would say probably Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Twitter is their number one. Yeah, because I just feel like I'm better at writing. Like, I want to post more on Instagram. But, like, by time I, like, yeah. you're really good at it in the sense of, like, you can just 
talk to the camera. Like it takes me like 10 yeah. t- tries and then I'm like over it. Okay, so you prefer like just writing the work down. Right. Because how do you, what, okay, what is one, okay. one, one advice you would give to somebody that, because you do kind of have the game down in the sense of like updating people on what you're doing. Do you just like point and right. shoot or are you taking like multiple takes? No, I just go, I just go for it. I just go for it. I mean, like sometimes like, I do stutter and like, you know, I'm like, oh crap, like that's not what I was supposed to say. You know, I stutter, <laughs> uh, that was not a good one. I, I redo it, you know, but for the most time, I just, you know, will do a one pick and just go for it. You know, even, um, even if you fucked up in the video, sometimes I'm just like, oh shit, you know, I can't even talk to you, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I just kind of keep going and that kind of shows your personality. You know, I think when you, when you have those fucked ups or like non planned moments in your Instagram stories or Instagram videos, um, I think that your, your viewers can see your personality and they appreciate that. So, um, yeah, for me, most of the time, I just kind of go for it. I'm kind of a hot mess to begin with. So, like, I'm I'm just, like, you know, messy, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I appreciate kind of your authenticity. That's what makes it, like, fun to follow you. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I'm not the one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, so let's talk about. Right. Uh, let's talk about being a gay millennial in 2019 and like being in the entertainment world. What's like the best piece of advice you've kind of been given? Best piece of advice. Okay. I would say the best piece of advice that was given was by myself, honestly. You know, okay. I, when I first came into <laughs> not to try, not to, not to try to sound conceited, okay? But listen to me. So when I first came into the industry, I was um, a dancer. I was a backup dancer. I danced for uh, many recording artists before that are on the radio, Canadian recording artists. And um, and then I got into music through through dance, and I met producers, and then I got into music. So when I first came in the industry, I really wanted to sing and dance. That was my goal. And so you know, I released my my first couple of singles and music videos and that. And um, a lot of the time, you know, at the time it was like early 2010s, and a lot of time people. Or, you know, in the industry would tell me that you have to be more masculine, you have to be look more straight, you have to, um, you know, be a little bit more like you don't have to say you're straight, but you want to be a little bit more mysterious, you like even say that, you know, come up as, you know, by and you'll be less, less, you know, you need to wear less makeup, less you need you to be uh, less feminine and, you know, not so extra and, you know, talking the lower voice and all that. I was always told so many of these, um, you know, people telling me what to do and what to say and how to act in order to become a successful real, a, a recording artist at the time. So, you know, I never, I think, I think for a second I, w- I was like, you know, do I really have to do that or do I really want to do that? Am I going to be, am I really going to be truly myself if I do that? And the answer is no, because I'm I'm loud to begin with. I was I've always been loud, you know. And even in, I was exactly the same in high school. I was really out there. I have a really loud style, you know. As soon as I walk into the room, you kind of you just notice me, you know. I'm I'm also I'm really, my I talk really loud too. My personality is really loud, uh, as long as uh, like 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 and and my style is really wild too, right? So um, yeah. So I. I've never, I've never listened to that. Like I always stay true to myself and, you know, if had I not stayed true to myself, I would think I would have never became the Jonathan I am today with, you know, 
you know, with all the TV shows that I've done and, you know, the whole Ken doll thing that, I, that I'm associated with now that, you know, that is all in a lot of major media and headlines and all that. Like, I think I would never got to where I am right now if I listened to that, you know? Gotcha. So it's almost like beating yeah. to your own, dr- the sound of your own drum and like just being authentic. Totally. Totally. Yes. Yeah. And I'm always authentic. I've always been authentic. And I, I think at that, at that point, I was like, you know, do I stay authentic or do I not stay authentic? And I'm just not good at playing that like whole like, oh, I'm masculine. I'm a masculine, you know, I don't know, like a masculine gay and like, you know, I'm I, I like, like more like, yeah, just more mass. Like I'm just, I'm just not like that. That's not me. You know, I've yeah. always been very flamboyant and loud. So like, I don't think I'll be able to play that character anyway. So yeah. And then how is it yeah. in Vancouver? Like, cause you've been like doing kind of like now we're seeing this whole like emergence of like beauty influencers and YouTubers and stuff. Like, is mm-hmm. there any yeah. any like Canadians right now that you're obsessed with that you follow? Canadians right now that I'm obsessed with that I follow. Um, yeah, that are like, you know what I mean? Because there is kind of a fine balance between like being entertaining, but also like, you know, having yeah. some substance. Right. Ooh, Canadian ones. Oh my God. It doesn't have to be Canadian. I was just like nice to, it's nice to give the shout outs to the Canadians. But I mean, just who are some of your favorite followers right now? Okay. Okay. She is Canadian, but she lives in LA. Gigi Gorgeous. Okay. Yes. (laughs) I'm a long time fan of, yes. I'm a long time fan of Gigi Gorgeous. I follow her from way back in the day. I love, love, love Gigi. I love her so, so much. Um, I love, um, I love Jeffree Star. Um, uh, who else do I love I love um, they're not influencers but I love you know I love Sheena Shea and Lala I follow them on Instagram and I'm obsessed with their Instagram and Lala was just at the you know American Influencer Award so and she looked gorgeous and she was a presenter so good for her for that Um, yeah I think those are my top ones oh and I love Arika Sato from um, she lives in LA she's Japanese but she lives in LA She's really pretty. Oh, cool. Um, and yeah, then who yeah. are some of your favorite housewives? Okay. So my top three favorite housewives, Kelly Dock from Orange County. Okay. Um, Kanye Moore. <laughs> Kanye Moore yes. from Atlanta. And also um, Lisa Rinna from Beverly Hills. Okay. Good picks. Good picks. Yeah. So have you been keeping up with three. housewives now? I have, I have. Oh my god! So I'm, I'm all up to date with um, Orange County and Atlanta. I am half okay. an episode behind on Dallas. I'm a little okay. behind on New Jersey. I've only seen some of the first episode. I'm a little behind on New Jersey, but I, I'm, I'm catching up. I have, I have today and tomorrow, so I'm gonna catch up. So, yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, up to date as always obsessed as can be so let's talk about orange county for a second whose side are you okay. on in terms of the feud kelly or vicky are you team kelly daughter team vicky oh kelly obviously kelly definitely kelly i love kelly <laughs> i love kelly okay the, the bitch is crazy okay the bitch is crazy the bitch is the best thing that has happened to oc seriously like that right. she, oh kelly is just a, so it's a thing that she say out of her mouth it's just so she's so savage like like she is just such a bad bitch like i love kelly and she's so pretty i think she's so pretty 
like she's like like good teeth right like white like like they're so white and they're so straight and like good lips like like a small nose like fake eyes like she's so pretty too you know and she's just she's just like she's everything that you want to watch when you watch housewives you know I agree. Yeah, she really is. And she doesn't try so hard. A lot of the other women, I think, try, try hard. so hard. And she so I think yeah. like, she doesn't give a shit, right? Yeah, and you met her. You met her. I saw you met her. Oh, yes. Yeah, she, she, and she, I have to say that it, she was great. Like, she, I was nervous that she would, like, kind of have an ego in the sense because she is, like you said, the, yeah. like, star of the OC right now. But she's really, yeah. really chill. She was with her new boyfriend, they she were is, all right? over each other um good. yeah i mean she was she was definitely not what i thought but in a good way good good yeah she is she's just so entertaining to watch i love her so much and she's a hundred yeah. times more attractive in person if that makes sense like she well, looks great well, on camera but in person yeah she's just she just has an energy about her in person yeah 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 she's she's just she's, she's really so great. pretty yeah yeah. Um, okay, now t- with Atlanta, there's the feud between Nene Leakes and Cynthia, and this is kind of one that's sad okay. because they've been friends for so long. Whose side are you yeah. kind of on? Okay. Um, okay, I, I, I don't really know. To be honest, I don't really know whose side I'm on. I really, I feel like I, I feel like it's just being played out right now. Like Nene has just entered the show, like on Sunday, like, on the third episode. So I yeah. feel like I don't know enough to know which side I'm on. Gotcha. Like, I'm Makes a huge sense. Nini, I'm a huge, yeah, I'm a huge Nini fan, though. But so, but I can see how Nini can be very, okay, so I'm a huge Nini fan, but I can see how Nini can be very, like, there comes, uh, sometimes we come off as very, like, mean spirit. You know what I mean? Like, gotcha. she can yeah, come yeah, off yeah, very, yeah. like, as a, as a, yeah, she comes off as a bully and mean spirit. And when she is, um, when she is unhappy with you and, like, like she doesn't care how long she's been friends with you, she will flip on you and, like, and, and go mean girl on you. I can totally see that side of her. However, I do love Nini, and 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 I and I, and I do want to see it played out first. Because Nini did say in the episode was like, "Oh, Cynthia is not as sweet as what everybody thinks she is. Like she plays like an angel on TV, but like like behind yeah. the scenes, she's not like that." So I do want to see like the the whole situation played out a little more and see which side I'm really on. Right. Well, we kind of have gotten in the press a little preview between the Kenya versus Nini drama, and that's yeah. another tough one because it's just too. HBIC is going at it, but from what you've kind Completely. of heard in the press, who's, whose side are you back in, Kenya or Nini? Kenya. 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 Kenya, because I do, do you- I do feel that Nini, I do feel that Nini does not like Kenya because she see that she's also the star of Atlanta. She came in hot, you know, she came in and, and she became a star of the show. And I do think that, you know, I don't want to say Nini is jealous of Kanye's beauty, but she's also very, very beautiful. You know what I mean? She's very likable and beautiful. And, you know, like she was right. in the United States. So she does have that, like, you know, pageant girl, like really have it together. Like, you know, you know, like she's always like so put together and pretty and the way she speaks is very well-spoken, you know what I mean? So I do feel that, you know, um, Nini might be a little bit jealous of that. I don't know. Yeah, I can <laughs> like, see that. Know, I can see that. You know what I mean? And on top of being able to be the HBIC of like, you know, being able to bring it, you know what I mean? But she also carries herself in such a, you know, 
such a like likable way, you know what I mean? I can see that why the original HBIC will be a little bit mad over that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then do you think the yeah. show could survive without Nini? Because essentially she wasn't in the first two episodes. And they were I thought they were pretty good. But do you think that we need Nini? I think that I think that the show could survive without Nini. I, I think it could. I, I, I totally think it could. I love watching Nini. I think she's so entertaining. Um, yeah. But I feel like the show could go on without her. I, I, yeah, I, I feel I, like it could, it could go on without her. However, I do feel that Nini should get some sort of spin-off if, if she were yeah, to you leave still Amanda. see her. I, I still want to see Nini though. I don't want to see Nini off TV. I want to see I want to see Nini on TV, and I think Nini deserves a spinoff. Like if Kim Zosiak can get a spinoff, like yeah, <laughs> come on, that's true. Yeah, I love but, no, and I love Kim. Like, don't even get me started on Kim. I love Kim. You do know, you? I love. I, love I okay. I love. I do. I do love Kim. I'm not gonna lie. I do love Kim. I love Brielle. I love the way they look for obvious reasons. Hello, like they all have like right. really injected lips and like they're just like Kim just looks everything is just feel, 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 po, po, po. Like her face is just everything that you can think of. It's feel, everything is pull, like, you know, just like like one poke of a needle, everything's gonna pop, you know, like that she's just right. so <laughs> right that she just looks so like she just looks like damn girl, like like you you made your bag, you know, like you you, you fixed everything, girl. Like I just I, I think she looks amazing. I think she looks amazing. Right. I think she's hella fly. Like I love I love the women who have a hot <laughs> I, I do think she she hustles, you know what I mean? I do think she I do think she has a hustle. I, I think she's a she's a smart woman and 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 I think that she, you know, she she keeps it together and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, okay. why do you not like her? I'm not a Kim fan, no, I'm not. I respect oh, what she uh, did and gave us, you know what I mean? I just don't understand how she has her own show. I haven't watched it, so maybe if I, like, watched it and gave it a shot. But, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Portia Williams is my girl yeah. when it comes to Atlanta. Oh, you like Portia, okay. See, I don't, I don't yeah. like Oh, Portia. you don't like Portia? No, I don't. <laughs> Oh my God, we're on such um opposite sides of the spectrum here. No, I yeah, I don't really. I think like, I don't hate her, but I I I don't like. I, she's not my favorite. That's for sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today. I want to know what's next for you and where people can kind of keep up with your life. Drop your handles. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's next for me? I am planning to move. Actually, I'm planning to move to LA, where you are right now. <laughs> oh, shut up. When? I, um, I early next year in spring. I, I have been, you know, uh, you know, preparing for my move now and, you know, getting everything ready. Right. I really want to move there in spring. And um, I really want to do uh, reality TV. I really want to do more reality TV. You know, I feel like um, I feel like I found what I love doing and I feel like I'm I feel like I'm pretty good at it, you know. <laughs> I feel like I'm really entertaining, you know. I feel like, you know, I'm, and I feel like, you know, in order to have a career in reality TV, you have to move to LA. There's just nothing in Canada, you know. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, I, I definitely want to move to LA to do more reality TV, and um, I want to get into hosting, and then I'm going to continue to do my music as well. And um, gotcha. everybody can follow me on my everybody can follow me on my Instagram. It's at Jonathan Dylan, J O N A T H A N D Y L A N. 
And then uh, my Twitter is Johnny Ken Doll, J-O-N-N-Y, and then Ken Doll. And then um, also my YouTube channel is also Johnny Ken Doll as well. So you guys can see some of my um, videos there about me talking about my life or, you know, uh, vlogs and, you know, all that stuff there too. So, yeah. Yeah, exciting. Well, let me know when you're over here in LA. We'll definitely link up. Um, definitely, And yes. just thank you yeah. for calling in. I appreciate it. And I'm so excited to see what's next. Thank you so much. Thank you, Emil. So nice chatting with you today. Thank you. No problem. We'll chat soon, okay? okay bye. Bye. Once again, thank you, Jonathan, for dialing into Thirst. Hopefully our paths will cross soon now that you're moving to L.A., And thank you guys for taking the time to listen. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe. You can follow us at This Is Thirst. Thirst is with a Y. It's it's the same on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow my personal channels, A-N-E-A-L, Joshua, on Instagram and Twitter. And we will see you next week. Always remember, the thirst is real. Say hello to Hey Hey. Get over 250 of the reality shows you love. Oh, my God. All in one place. Get new episodes the same day they air on TV. It's reality. 100%. More than 7,000 episodes ad-free. Amazing. Over the top and fabulous. Hot. Hey You. Anytime, anywhere. It's Hey You. Head to heyyou.ca or download the app to start your one month free.